0: Welcome to Justice Losers. Well, at least it's slowed down.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Justice Losers, a podcast where we talk about pop culture. I hate this intro. It's becoming fatigued on me now, and I'm just like, we should make a new one. I don't care. Make it fresh and exciting. I'm, we talk about pop culture shit. Um, <laughs> I'm Preston, your host, joined as always by my intricate, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing.
0: That's a different one.
1: Delightful co-host. <laughs> fat matt matt what should people do <laughs>
0: like subscribe and tell this a friend is a travesty already. routine <laughs> oh
1: my god oh, i'm so tired i've had such a shit weeks plural yeah i just i don't even know when it started <laughs> like i look terrible which is why i'm glad we're doing a podcast it's just like hair's greasy face feels gross i don't even know if i'm wearing clothes
0: you're always beautiful to me though so are you hitting on me Definitely. Oh, God.
1: (laughs) I actually had this kind of whole thing planned out, and I knew you were going to say something like that, and I forgot what my joke was. I had a really funny joke set up. I'll remember it halfway through, and then I'll just say it.
0: We'll just segue into it, and I can cleverly edit it in. (laughs)
1: Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Matt, what you been up to?
0: Well, a few things. First, I have officially proved that I don't actually hate movies. Oh. Yeah, (laughs) because Sean said something about it, and I was like, okay, this has gone too far.
1: I said something about it on the podcast!
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I was like, okay, but that's just Preston. And then when someone else says it, it's like,
1: you just hate all movies. Yeah,
0: I was like, okay, this has gone far enough.
1: (laughs) The definitive answer to whether or not Matt hates movies. So
0: I went on IMDb, and I looked at the last hundred movies that I've rated on IMDb, and Uh compared my rating to the rating that the IMDb users Mm -hmm. had put on there. And for 52 of the movies, I rated it...
1: 52! <laughs> uh, Yay!
0: So for 52 of the movies...
1: <laughs> <laughs> fuck that shit.
0: Uh, moving on. So for 52 of the movies, I rated it lower than the IMDb, and for 48, I rated it the same or higher.
1: So 48% of the time, you're about average, but 52% of the time, you hate movies.
0: I like them marginally less. <laughs> And a lot of those is like, okay, Pirates of the Caribbean 5, the average rating's like a 6.2 because people are stupid.
1: <laughs> See, no, you just hate movies though. I don't. You... I like a lot of them. I, all right. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I didn't expect this debate to come up, so I don't have any evidence to help my, help my case, but I will next time. Okay. Maybe we'll have a new segment. At the beginning of every episode is, does Matt hate movies? <laughs> does Matt
0: hate movies? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've also watched a bunch of movies, and surprise, I didn't hate them all. So
1: most of them? <laughs>
0: nope, nope. I liked about half of them more than would be expected. Okay. Should I start going down the list?
1: No, we should not. That's going to take forever. We literally just, in the car, talked about how your bunch okay. of up juice could go on forever. I'll go, I'll
0: go really quick.
1: Oh, God. Right. You're actually doing it? well that's uh, what i saying. Strap. in folks.
0: <laughs> strip,
1: oh oh never mind i thought you were going down the list of all the rankings oh of all no the ratings. no no like, oh god there's gonna be a hundred this is gonna take no, forever
0: <laughs> there's there's just a handful that's okay seen in no the last yeah you, two can, weeks. you can do what you want yeah so i went and saw annihilation uh new in theaters fairly recently
1: my sister actually just recommended that i go see that yesterday okay because she saw justice league and Kinda I knew where she was because she would say something and I'd be like, I know exactly where that is. Mm-hmm. Once she got to act two, I was like or act three, I was like, This is where it actually gets kinda funny and decent mm-hmm. and then she was like, It's fine. <laughs>
0: yep. Yeah. So, Annihilation, I uh, posted a review on our Facebook page, so you can check it out there if you want some more mm-hmm. in-depth thoughts, but the short version is basically, it's really well made, like, the visuals are great, and the sound design is great, and the score is great, and Natalie Portman is probably going to get Oscar nominated if it weren't a sci-fi movie that was released in February. Oh. Which is kind of like a double killer there. Yeah. But, for a movie that felt like it was trying so hard to say something, it didn't actually say very much. Hmm. So that was kind of my problem. What was it with trying it? to say? Um, well, it's sort of all about the theme of destruction. I mean, you kind of get that from the title. Yeah, I
1: got, I got that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but like, I didn't
1: know if it was like a anti-global warming or anti.
0: No, not really. Okay. Um, it's apparently it's based on a book, and apparently the book is mostly about like external destruction and this one does some stuff with that theme but then also gets into some ideas of self-destruction Ooh, problem what? is i think it's playing with too many ideas to really make any Doesn't one delve good coherent into... point yeah okay I see what it's you're just saying. it's kind of like destruction is a thing yeah. and then just moves on huh so it's it's good but it's probably not the masterpiece that some people have hailed it as yeah I'll hailed it
1: as hailed it as as
0: I misspoke. Hailed it as.
1: There you go. It sounded it <laughs> sounded weird. I was like
0: what? Yep. Yep. Um All right. Let's see. Uh I finally got around to watching Pitch Perfect.
1: I, just, I have no interest in watching that.
0: Y- you'd think you wouldn't, but like it's good. It, it you look at the story and it's It just seems so like a high school
1: musical but with all girls.
0: That's what you'd think if you look at the story. It looks, it looks like okay. It's basic and cliched, but there's, there's three things that make it really not. that make it really. Also, better.
1: it's not the all girls part that makes me turn off from. It's the High School Musical part. Yes. Just to, clear Just to that clarify, up, cause I didn't, this is on I the want, internet forever. I don't want that to come around and bite me in the ass. And be like, he said he didn't like it because it had all girls. It's like, no, I'm stoked for Ocean's Eight. I'm yep. talking about. I hated High School Musical. It was terrible.
0: Yeah. No, but this one actually has good music. Because it's like cool acapella stuff, okay. And it's got Anna Kendrick, and she makes everything better. World <laughs> <Squirrel> girl, true. <laughs> <laughs> and the humor is insane. It's so off the wall and dark for a PG thirteen movie. Really, it's weird and it's really funny. Okay, so
1: maybe I'll maybe I'll check it out. I'll add it to my list of seven of consistently growing, but never actually like having a chance to watch any of them mm-hmm. movies and shows. That was a weird. I just imagine. Whenever I, like, clarify, or like, it's like an adjective and it's like a bunch of, like, something like that where it's, like, consistently growing but never, it's like, there's a dash between each one of those words. Yeah. Which is a really insanely long <laughs> clarifier. Yep. It's like, good yeah. lord. Yep, yep. So, yep, I recommend
0: that one. I'll check it um, out. Speaking of Ocean's 8, I time. watched Ocean's 13 because it's back on Netflix. Is and it? I, yep.
1: I'm gonna go watch yeah. it! Yeah,
0: and I hadn't, I hadn't, I'd seen 11 and 12,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, but I hadn't seen the 13th one yet. 13's good yeah yeah it's not the
1: best 11's obviously i mean
0: 11's obviously the best no
1: the original's the best
0: i haven't seen the original
1: ice i've seen clips and i've heard a lot about it it's just bad it's not actually what it claims to be it's just a bunch of from what i've heard it's just a bunch of and i'm going to quote the people that i've heard it from sidling up to people (laughs) where it's just like a person standing at a bar and then another person comes up and like does like the kind of facing them leaning on it you know what i'm Mm -hmm. talking about yeah it's just like that and then apparently they like he just, like, takes money from a safe, and that's the actual heist? That doesn't sound very good. It doesn't sound good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, Ocean's Thirteen's a little more involved. The...
1: Oh, shit. Who's the Who's the added person? They added John Tittle. J- John Tittle. Don Cheadle in Ocean's 12.
0: No, he was in 11.
1: Was he in 11?
0: Yeah. I don't remember who they added in 12. Maybe, Maybe Julia Roberts.
1: No, Julia Roberts was 13. I mean, she she was... didn't want to do it. Because she, be Julia- she was forced to act like Julia Roberts. Right. Which was hilarious. That
0: was the only redeeming moment in 12.
1: I want more of those. Yeah. <laughs> I want that all in Ocean's 8. I want all of Ocean's 8 to, like, they have to act like who they are.
0: That would be so good. <laughs> but yeah, 13's a return to form of the 11th one. Um, it's Preston's pulling a face. He realized pulling that I face. said 11th one.
1: No, no, it's not that. Uh, oh. You'll have to edit this out. Both of us just briefly lost our shit about something that yep. we're not really going to put on the internet. <laughs> okay. Anyway, after I have cleverly edited that out. Um,
0: <laughs> so yeah, Ocean's 13, it's good. It's a fun romp. It's completely over the top in like even relative to the first one, mm-hmm. but it's still, it's great. Yeah. Um, I also watched the Pirates of the Caribbean, the, the fifth one, the, the fifth one, one with Javier Bardem as the bad guy.
1: And I... That... I knew that was coming out, but I just gave so few shits about it that mm-hmm. I actually like. It was the it was the kind of thing where it's like it's a huge blockbuster movie that's coming out, and then I went go to a theater to see another movie. And I'm like, oh, it's out, that's out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't care and I wouldn't watch it except it was on Netflix, and I was like, well, I never I saw four either. I keep ragging on this franchise; it better,
1: better keep actually up back with it up. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so I watched it, and guess what? It's almost halfway decent nearly passable? for the first half
1: is it passable no not passable no
0: it's it's not good but okay it has some really entertaining set pieces especially in the first half and it's it, it's got some good moments and the new cast members are okay but then it devolves into uh just it feels like a low budget is revamp kira of Knight- the first four
1: is kira knightley good in it
0: for the like 10 seconds she's in it at the end oh
1: she's in it she i didn't know she wasn't in it
0: yeah she's in it but like for 10 seconds at the very end oh wow okay yeah it's um
1: did you like die or something what's no? the full story of this thing
0: i don't even I remember that, like, i watched this a week ago and i don't remember i
1: remember one <laughs> and i vaguely remember two three was dead man's chest wasn't it or was that four world's
0: end three world's, was world's end In. was three
1: i never saw that one then i saw, okay. I, saw I saw the first one mm-hmm. i liked it yeah the first one's great and then I remember the second one is where like the heart it's yeah. like it's like the heart that's connected to orlando bloom yeah. or something and then i'm like okay this is starting to lose me the mythology gets
0: out of hand yeah
1: so what's the story is he like the bad guy what's his deal now where's orlando bloom in in, in five
0: um what's he up to he's is he blooming he, no, he's captain or, he's captain around a cursed pirate ship uh <laughs> the, what, you what, heard what i said right
1: yeah. I I'm, blooming in Orlando. I'm, I'm, I'm
0: moving right past it. Okay. It's it's bad.
1: I thought it was funny.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, he's just sitting on a beach in Orlando enjoying a nice martini.
1: <laughs> but um So what's he doing?
0: He's well, he's barely in it. He's captaining the one of those cursed pirate ships. There's so many of those now. It's mostly centered on his son, who's played by I have it written down, Brenton
1: Thwaites, Oh. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's actually he's, halfway uh, decent. He's uh Robin in the New Titans show. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's a kid. Right. He looks He looks really good. They've shown, like, pictures of him in the outfit, and he actually looks really mm-hmm. good for Robin, so. Yeah,
0: well, he's halfway decent. I mean, as far as anyone could be reading that dialogue.
1: <laughs> it's like a Star so... Wars situation where it's like, yeah. how, like, it's like the Natalie Portman did the best, and Ewan McGregor did the best for what they had. Yeah,
0: I, like, because that's the first time I was exposed to Natalie Portman was Star Wars yep. prequels, and Same. so I keep forgetting how good an actress really good. she is. So I go to I... see Annihilation, and I'm like holy crap
1: <laughs> I really want to go and she didn't she she wasn't she wasn't given the best work to do in the Thor movies either not really no Um. they kind of just like fucked her character a little bit and not the fun way like yeah. just the, I still want to see Black Swan is this yeah. an episode about Natalie Portman
0: yes it is now
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is all about Natalie Portman what else has she been in
0: doesn't matter. Continue. I'm Continue. <laughs> um, yeah. So Pirates, not great. I did a little catching up on some movies before the Oscars. Um, so I watched The Square, which was nominated for Best Foreign Language.
1: Oh. It what was... language is it in?
0: A mix of English and Danish, I think? Or Swedish? Danglish? I mean, sometimes they talk in English, sometimes they talk in Danish. So it's not Danglish. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dang. It. Ah! <laughs> it's, um well it's two and a half hours of artsy europeanness so but it's
1: it's (laughs) okay that's always really like lost on american people yeah (laughs)
0: there's some there's some really entertaining moments it's about a a modern art museum curator and just kind of his life falling apart over a series of a few days (laughs) um and it's got some really interesting moments just sort of some commentary on like the square The square is the new art exhibition that he's putting in um and so it comments a lot on like the sort of upper class people and their interaction with art and then with people in lower classes or lower rungs of society i guess Mm -hmm. so it's okay but only watch it if you're really into that sort of thing i guess i'm not really okay so
1: i probably won't
0: yeah i also watched a couple of movies that didn't get nominated but came out last year and i wanted to see which were detroit
1: there's a whole bunch of things that are out that are named after cities right now and i am okay what's that one about this
0: one well that came... one's
1: not the one with donald Glover, is it donald no that's atlanta that's atlanta yeah. yeah
0: um no that one came out over the summer it's about the race riots in the late 60s oh it's a it's a particular it's a true story about a couple of young black men who get killed by some racist rogue cops not exactly rogue but like stretching the limits yeah and breaking them violently with yeah gunshots, with gunshots and <laughs> yeah. dead people i didn't love this movie and i don't know why because it was really well made really well acted it's a really powerful story
1: do you wonder if maybe it's like the like kind of the deep down uncomfortableness with what your kind of people did to them
0: no i don't think so because i loved get out unabashedly that's fair i think i think it was just too long Is my issue Mm -hmm. it's like pushing two and a half hours and there's a really great like extended sequence in the middle it goes for like an hour basically where the police come in and they're just interrogating all these guys jeez brutally and it's fantastic and really tense but if you've got an hour-long sequence that's like the center of your movie and then you also spend 45 minutes covering the aftermath Mm -hmm. it's just going to bloat it out of proportion okay so i think that was my issue with it gotcha yeah okay and then the other one i saw was wind river which was absolutely brilliant and one of my favorite movies that came out last year now
1: is it about a river of wind
0: not really no
1: is it about river wind no casino no that's a better guess is it about wind dixie
0: yes exactly it's a it's a a because because of wind dixie sequel no it's actually a um sort of a crime murder mystery set because of
1: wind dixie jumping in the water (laughs) <laughs> flowing down the river exactly
0: well so so it's a, like a straightforward murder mystery but it's set on uh wind river indian reservation in wyoming so it stars jeremy renner as a fish and wildlife guy who hunts for predators that are harassing cattle and then um he finds this dead body and elizabeth olson is a young fbi agent who comes in and is completely out of her depth and has no idea what she's doing and if it were just that if it were like just the straightforward crime filler thriller, thriller Crime filler.
1: Crime filler.
0: If it were just the straightforward crime filler. My god! Okay. Try it again. If it were just the straightforward crime filler.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This isn't isn't doing it on purpose, folks. This is like his authentic face afterwards is priceless. He is rapidly losing faith in himself. If it was just an authentic crime thriller...
0: Yes. If it were just that... <laughs>
1: okay. Not that you're gonna try
0: it would it. be a very good movie.
1: If I had misspoken it, I would have just, like, <laughs> punched my mic and walked the fuck out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, if it, had, if it had just been that, it would have been a really good movie. But it also brings in this whole thing about, like, the interaction between white people and the Native American community and sort of all those historical tensions. the The girl that was murdered is the Native American. Okay. And so because of that it adds just all this depth that doesn't really even have to be there but it makes it so much better mm-hmm. because it is gil birmingham plays the the girl's dad you might recognize him he was on house of cards and who do you play uh he was he's comanche um has comanche blood and so he's kind of the token native american in a lot of shows oh. <laughs> But um, poor guy. Yeah, he was. He owns a casino in House of Cards, and they he's involved with a guy What's who's bribing Politician. Season two,
1: I think. Okay, I've seen two. Yeah, I'll have to go. Back he's not.
0: Those. He's not like a major character, but he has like two scenes in this movie, and it's one of the best performances I've ever seen. Hmm. It is just gut wrenching. So cool. Heartily recommend y'all check that out.
1: Hardly or heartily? Heartily. I was about to say, like, that's a lot of praise, and then just, like, don't fucking see it. (laughs) Yep. All right. Is that all you had?
0: I also started writing a novel, so there's that.
1: We should finish we'll,
0: it. We'll check back in a year or so when I've finished a draft. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, I have been reading a lot of the Green Lanterns. I think I mentioned this in our backup story that I started reading it, but the kind of first chunk of the Green Lantern New Fifty Two stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that includes all of like the, the new Guardians, Green Lantern, Green Lantern Corps, Red Lanterns. And then after the first chunk it get you can it there's this uh Larfleas has a series, stuff like that. But uh, kind of what it is, it's like it's the startup with no real story. And then it introduces Simon Baz, who is a uh, Lebanese Muslim, convicted no, suspected terrorist, because mm-hmm. uh, he was a he stole a car that just happened to have a bomb in it that was That's that he, bad luck. He drove off and he knew there was a factory that was empty, and he and he drove it there and then ran out and blew up the factory. Mm-hmm. So he was, and that was a lot of it was. I don't think. If a Muslim – they they tried – they a lot of it with him was the, the troubles that – or the hate that Muslims face right now. But it was written by Jeff Johns and drawn by – it doesn't matter who it was drawn. I wish it was written by a Muslim mm-hmm. because then it would have more heart and understanding to it. Mm-hmm. But from a white person's perspective, this does – for someone who does support – the Muslim community. Mm-hmm. This does seem to be accurate. Okay. I'm gonna get crucified on the definitely on the internet if it's not. <laughs> but uh no, it definitely did put it in perspective. Of, like that every time, like his sister, every time she would walk in with her hijab on, it was just everyone was like glaring at her and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I was like, oh, that sucks a lot. Yep. Um, uh, actually, the very first panel of the book was, or the first page was, their family sitting on the couch watching 9/11 happen. Oh. So, oh, which wouldn't, it doesn't actually make sense because they didn't know that. It, well, I guess for that, it was just them watching in the horror. Right. But then afterwards was like, oh, crap. Now everyone thinks Muslims are terrorists. And Muslims mm-hmm. are okay. Anyway, so kind of the the two stories that were book or that were back to back was uh the rise of the third army where the guardians who are like emotionless assholes, short little smurfs. Mm-hmm. They, they first had the man hunters, which were supposed to be the police force. Those things failed, and they slaughtered all of uh, Sector Six Sixty Six, sending atrocities over the edge. And then mm-hmm. they just dis- they disbanded that and started the Green Lantern Corps because they thought Will was the most pure emotion. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, "All right, this kind of happened right after the Blackest Night event, mm-hmm. so all the new color lanterns are like fresh." And they're like, "Fuck, this is getting out of hand. Uh, let's stop it, and we'll create this third army, which they." If they touch you, they integrate you into, or they turn you into them, one of them, which so, is just kind of mindless. So they are just going to turn everyone into this the mindless. Borg, kind of. I guess I don't know. I haven't seen the Borg. I
0: haven't seen the Borg either. You're
1: connected. Wow. Neither of us know. <laughs> Look could <at> be <me> wildly <laughs> off.
0: <laughs> Crucify us, nerds.
1: Um, but I was concerned for a while that it was going to be one of those Green Lantern or one of those stories like Superman uh, Hell on Earth, where you have the four stories and it's like you have to read sixteen of. Uh, Red Lantern uh, issue 16 of Lantern Red Lantern issue 16 of Green Lantern or issue 16 of Green Lantern and issue 16 of New Guardians then issue 17 then issue 17 issue oh, 17 wait. but it's not uh, oh, thank everyone um <laughs> I was reading through it I was reading through the Green Lantern which is kind of like the main story you mm-hmm. get the full of it and then I was like the last like issue there's like, oh, and Mogo's back, thanks to Johnny and his girlfriend, and it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> John Stewart has a girlfriend. Where did Mogo go? Go, go, go.
0: <laughs> Mogo, go, Mogo,
1: go. Uh, so, and that, and that's where you have to read the rest of the story, and like, mm-hmm. and there's references to like, uh, Blize hangs out with him for a little bit, and then she disappears, and then if you're reading the Red Lantern ones, Blize is there, and then she disappears, and then she comes back. So it's like, yeah. So. Yep. Okay. I like recommended it. It's uh Jeff Johns. Uh, he's the one who kind of revo- revolutionized. Not revolutionized. really.
0: Revolutionized.
1: That's not even the word I want to use. So never mind on that. He somewhat took...
0: changed the landscape, but like in a working within the system and not tearing it out from from outside
1: way. Sure, not really. Okay. He took <laughs> uh with the he stepped in and he took took over for Sinestro Corps War and the Blackest Night, and Brightest Night, and Green Lantern Rebirth. He, uh, he basically took Parallax and dead Hal Jordan and then made Hal Jordan into one of the best Green Lanterns of all time. Um, and then he, he was the writer for Green Lantern for like the first 20 issues and like it has left like rippling effects kind of throughout the Green Lantern universe of like, and it's, it's so much better now than it used to be before. So Jeff Johns Mm -hmm. has made a huge Impact! Impact! Impact. I guess that's a word. That'll work. He did great. It's really good. All I right. recommend the Green Lantern series for New 52. Cool, cool. We're 25 minutes. All right. We got 20 minutes-ish to talk about our topic for today. Well, we which haven't is... even
0: hit news.
1: Oh, shit. That's right. <laughs> so much news happened. What do you want to start on? Um,
0: start with the Oscars. That was big. That happened.
1: That happened. I really yep. don't have much to say about it.
0: Dunkirk should have won for best original score. Yeah baby driver should have won editing
1: dominique what's-her-name should have won for costume design because she was literally nominated twice for the same award yeah, i mean the
0: increased probability doesn't necessarily mean she did a good job maybe she was splitting mm-hmm. her resources between the two and then like and just did no okay job on both i don't know she i don't pay any okay attention
1: job she wouldn't be nominated <laughs> twice <laughs>
0: hey the boss baby did an okay job as an animated movie they it had got no animated
1: movie they just use they just did the mutually exhaustive collection of all the animated movies of last year (laughs) like all right what else came out boss baby that was fucking terrible yeah it's our it's (laughs) our fourth one man come on
0: (laughs) i also i did go back and check our oscar predictions oh you did we actually tied oh shit really yeah i nailed all of the actor nominations so
1: wait did i say who i thought was gonna win yeah shit oh that's oh that's right we yeah, did yeah we, right.
0: we did that so i cleaned up on that but you helped yourself a lot on the technical oscars so you nailed the sound design and sound mixing for dunkirk and editing also for dunkirk
1: because that is honestly one of the biggest praise like that i gave it mm-hmm. when i walked out i was like that was fucking deafening and amazing yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep okay so good we tied on that oscars happened it was okay it's it kind of disappointing
1: thing. that we tied yeah <laughs>
0: Tension. Gonna... Yeah, I'll punch <laughs> you in the face. Ah! ah. Sudden tension. Ah. Come you can't here. reach across the couch. Come here. I'm. I'm not gonna. All right. Okay. Uh, all
1: right. What else happened? Uh, Infinity War
0: got bumped up a week.
1: It did, and then it got bumped up another day in England. Yep. They're just gonna just keep gotta moving. got be better than They're us. Just gonna move it slightly <laughs> forward <laughs> until it like meets up. Uh, that's fine. I'm sure they had that plan from the beginning. Oh yeah. Because that was. That was, there's no way that an actor of a movie, regardless if he, if he's two-fifths of the paid per- of, mm-hmm. the, of the salary, or pay, he goes, hey, can we move it up a week? And, sh- and they're just like, yeah, sure. Like, they've yeah. been planning this from the beginning. Yeah.
0: Well, at least, I think, since Deadpool got moved. Yeah. Because they wanted to adjust around that. Speaking of Deadpool. Speaking of Deadpool. Apparently, it's bad. That's what the advanced reactions are saying. Yikes. Which.
1: That's unfortunate.
0: I mean, who
1: knows if you can trust those, but... Yeah, no, that's always what kinda of what I say, that if like you can always kind of tell how it is if you take you take the moderation of what the advanced screenings are, because advanced screenings are always it's terrible or it's fantastic. Right. Aquaman's saying it's fantastic, Deadpool's saying it's terrible. So Deadpool's probably just not gonna live up to Deadpool. Right. And Aquaman will be fine, probably about Wonder Woman level and then if the executives come out and say the movie's fantastic, it's going to be shit. Yep. Because <laughs> there's then no reason, desperate. <laughs> there's no reason they would come out and actively say that it's good unless they really want you to get in, watch it in the first weekend before word of mouth gets out. Yep. So
0: yeah, if they're doing
1: that, it's that's a, kind of the rule of thumb yeah. to see how a movie goes. Exactly. All I'm right. smart. Exactly. Yay. So that'll be, that's okay. news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i do okay. want to talk about nightwing most de- almost definitely being pushed back
0: which is uh, great because it means pressing us to boycott aquaman i
1: can't boycott i i can't <laughs> um
0: oh he's backing down
1: i uh, okay so i will boycott all dc movies that I can't do that. We have to do it for the podcast.
0: Yep, do it for the podcast, man. Take one for the team.
1: God damn it. What should I boycott? I have to boycott something. All Paramount stuff. That's what I'll do. Anything that Paramount releases, I am boycotting because this is the second time they fucked over DC. You're not going to come with me to see Mission Impossible 6? I will 6. not. Aww. I am not honestly that interested, okay. but I would have to because it's a blockbuster movie that we would have to do a review on, but I will not see it. We wouldn't have it. to. We wouldn't That's, have to. Okay. But... That, I, I mean, will that's boycott fair. all of Paramount. Because, that being
0: said, I did see the trailer for Mission Impossible 6 before Annihilation. Holy crap, is that a cool trailer on a big screen?
1: They made Superman <laughs> keep his mustache, and now they're stealing... Okay, for the people who don't know the situation, Paramount is trying to do a Dungeons & Dragons movie. Which, first problem, that is not... They're stealing the sole purpose of Dungeons & Dragons. Yep. The whole purpose of Dungeons & Dragons is for the people who are there... To create the story, exactly not for you to tell the story. Like doing a Halo movie would be fine because right. there is a set then story. Then you're adapting a story, yeah. But this is something that you're you're taking the 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 soul of the game away from the people who like the movie or like like the game. Mm-hmm. So that they've been shooting for it to come out in 2021, and now they're eyeing Chris McKay for it, who is the currently the director set to do. Mm-hmm. Well, is the director of Nightwing, right? That's fine if you want to do. If you want another director, he needs to, he needs money. He needs to, he needs his job. Yeah, yep,
0: got to do what you got to do.
1: Here's the problem. There are three possible things that can happen with this, with him leaving to work on Dungeons and Dragons till 2021. Warner brothers currently does not have a deadline for Nightwing, which means Chris McKay is just doing a great movie. He's mm-hmm. just spending his time to do a movie. He started casting, which means the, the, the um, script is done. He was working on it. We were kind mm-hmm. of expecting a 2019-2020 release, which would be amazing. So now he's going to do this, which means he won't be able to do Nightwing until 2021-2022. If Warner Brothers wants Nightwing to come out around that time, they'll give him a deadline, thus a shit movie. Yes. If they want it to come out before that comes out, they'll they'll get another person to pick up where Chris McKay left off who would not be a right fit for this because Chris McKay has been obsessed or has been a fan of Nightwing since before this happened. Mm -hmm. And he has the right, he did Lego Batman movie, which means he can do like kind of clean humor, which was what Nightwing is. Yeah. The shit movie with a direct, with a new director. More than, or he, he comes back and does it. There's no deadline, but it'll take his time until after the, the uh the superhero genre has died which is roughly around 2022 i'm kind of calling okay uh and thus not necessarily shit movie but out of place movie
0: mm-hmm.
1: so it's not set in stone that he's going to work on that movie but if he does i am pissed okay another thing i'm pissed about
0: is...
1: <laughs> fuck what's her name
0: kristen Wig. kristen
1: Wig 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 i don't know that's i always hear wig wig we... We-egg. That's it. <laughs> we- egg Kristen Wig we- has been cast as Cheetah for the Wonder Woman 2 movie. I don't think this is going to be great.
0: I think it's going to be fine.
1: She is a comedy actress. She's been in a couple movies like The Martian, mm-hmm. where she hasn't done much.
0: Exactly. Uh,
1: I'm going to
0: blame that on the script of The Martian, though.
1: And Cheetah is not a funny character.
0: Yeah, but comedic actors can very clearly break out of their comedic background. Did you ever see Foxcatcher? Nope. It's a really dark, serious drama. Does it have Natalie Portman in it? Starring... No. <laughs> <laughs> starring Steve Carell, Mark Ruffalo, and Channing Tatum. Hmm. All three of them were... and this, actors. This came out, like, yeah. four years ago, too. They're still kind of known as comedy When actors. all of them were, like, basically all they had done is comedy. Yeah. And they all turned in really good, like, serious performances. Hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it probably doesn't always work out, but comedic actors can be talented actors too. And yeah, I think there's, she's I'm not concerned talented
1: about her skill to say the lines and make them believable. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned about the passion that she can put into it because this, the story behind Cheetah is that she was an archeologist that was uh, in the new 52. She uh, found a blade that was used to kill the Cheetah goddess or the, it, it was it's cursed, and she gets cut mm-hmm. with it, and she's then cursed to be cheetah. So she's like really pissed off. Mm-hmm. Um, the other story is that she was doing research on a tribe, and then a group of marauders killed all of her uh, research group and almost all the tribe. And then Erz Cartaga is the god, goddess of something can't remember god this is the <laughs> goddess uh usually embodied by the cheetah or like the cheetah is the protector of the okay. tribe and the cheetah was killed so the like uh Kartaga of was like hey i need someone to be a new cheetah and she was like i'll fucking do it and then okay. so she gets imbued with the power of her uh, of the cheetah guardian unfortunately the the person who was supposed to be the cheetah needs to be a virgin and she was not so she was cursed immediately and was living in pain uh, okay. constantly. So her character is const- is like angsty and pissed and hates everything. Okay. Um as an archaeologist the reason she hates Wonder Woman is as an, as an archaeologist she was interested in her lore and her her lasso of truth primarily. Mm-hmm. And Wonder Woman beat her and then it just became a pride thing where she was just like fuck Wonder Woman, she okay. just kicked my ass in front of everyone. So that's kind of that's the story behind Cheetah. I don't think a comedic actor could actually do that amount of pain without the without the experience of being able to do that kind of thing.
0: I think you didn't see Channing Tatum in Foxcatcher. Okay. is what I think. I, I think, could be wrong. I think that Kristen Wiig, is a, Wiig. <laughs> is a talented actress, and I'm going to at least wait until we see a trailer before okay. I make any definitive yeah, I'll, judgment. I'll, but I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm
1: also concerned that she was chosen just for her face. Because mm. if you look at, like, a picture of Cheetah... It is very chiseled and kind of thin, and mm-hmm. that's what Kristen wi- Igg has, is a chisel, like, high cheekbones, kind Ray. of thin, thin inner cheeks.
0: I don't know. I'm not <laughs> good at describing faces.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm concerned that they chose her purely off of the look, mm-hmm. uh, which that almost never ends well.
0: Nope. It was, okay for, it was
1: okay for Superman. He's fine.
0: Yeah, yeah. Speaking of casting, um there's at least rumors that Carl Urban might be thinking about taking over. I as saw that
1: today. I will reserve my judgments. I think he does have too much of a cute face. Does that make sense? It's Yeah. Uh, I but guess. I don't having agree, seen but scourge. hmm I believe he can do better. Like I no, just kind of watching Bones. hmm Uh like Bones from not the show. Bones, Bones in from Star, Star Trek. Trek, yes. He does have kind of a clean, bright eyed Kind of like, kind of face, not a Batman grungy face, Mm -hmm. but Amir, he was still young, so he didn't have the complexion Mm -hmm. that you really kind of need for Batman. Right. But I'll reserve, I'm much more on board with him rather than Jake Gyllenhaal.
0: Okay. Yeah, I I agree. I'm for him. I think think he has the better presence of batman i think he can be more he can he can intimidating yeah
1: he can be uh i I guess he can command the screen he can command people yes uh as very clearly done by uh amir yes like he was very like he when he was on the screen you were like this guy could kick ass Mm -hmm. exactly Uh, so
0: and for whatever reason i feel like he could do a very good background
1: Yes. I didn't so. even think about that. <laughs>
0: he just, he seems like he'd probably be able to pull that off real well.
1: And he has the right comedic timing too with Scourge. You can mm-hmm. see like that. He's like, he doesn't take himself too seriously, but he'll like say a thing. And then she's like, that's kind of amusing. Yeah. And like, that's kind of what Batman does. He doesn't try to outright be funny, but he'll just say a thing.
0: Yeah.
1: It's not necessarily him taking himself too seriously, which seriously, which is funny, but he'll say something and be like, uh, in the green lanterns, when Simon Boz first encounters the justice league, he's like, mm-hmm i'm a green lantern i can i can do this and batman's like yeah he's a green lantern <laughs> like it was like the cockiness that Batman's was just like yeah that that fits <laughs> okay so yeah yeah
0: that's it, it's at this point cool just a that. rumor but yeah i'm cool with that. i think i'm
1: on board and he would he would like to do it too which is
0: yeah yeah which is a big selling point yeah so
1: um what else has happened uh sasha zam's outfit totally mm-hmm. cool with it yeah it looks it looks like it has the cool kind of mesh that superman's outfit has mm-hmm. which is kind of what you need i'm kind of disappointed they went timid with the it just looks like he's wearing a v-neck
0: yeah just a real the, deep v-neck
1: yeah uh is that glowing it looks like it's glowing like it's got light to i don't it. know it might i don't know if it's reflective from the sun but it looks like and that would be kind of cool add like a magical essence to it where like because his his uh gauntlets look like they're glowing mm-hmm. like but I don't know. If that's glowing, that's kind of cool. Yeah. It's also kind of cool how they did that, because I don't see any wiring in that. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah. That's so. kind of cool. Cool, cool. Um, um, what else is that? Uh, looks like Danny Boyle will probably be directing the next James Bond. I don't care. Okay. I do. Other people <laughs> that's, do. Yeah, that's... that's so cool. he's he's a pretty accomplished director. I think he broke out with Train Spotting back in like the late 90s, and then since then he's done Sunshine, and 28 Days Later, and Slumdog Millionaire, and... 127 hours in the good steve jobs movie (laughs) because there were a couple that came out like back to back and one of them was bad and one of them Uh was good so he's working with uh john hodge who he's worked with on some other screenplays um is
1: this daniel craig's last one
0: yes okay uh and so john hodge had this crazy idea which he thought there's no way they're gonna go for this but he pitched it to barbara Broccoli, who is like the the person that Controls the the broccoli family controls the like the the bond broccoli? property yeah they control the broccoli they control all the broccoli <laughs>
1: control all they have a the monopoly on the broccoli <laughs>
0: exactly so if you're wondering why the broccoli prices are going going up
1: and they're sworn the enemies the bond cauliflower wasn't very family good.
0: yeah so hope this one's good because then the broccoli the broccoli prices will go down yeah because they then, won't need to bring in as much money and you
1: you can stop spending all your money on cauliflower
0: yep um so apparently Barbara broccoli actually really liked the story. So oh. the problem is that Danny What's the Boyle. Story?
1: You didn't actually say the story. We
0: have no idea. Oh, it's just something—something okay. something apparently very crazy that they didn't think she would go for. Oh, okay. Um, but so there, he he brought it to her, and she thought it was good, and so kind of his condition and uh, Daniel Craig was also very on board with this was getting mm-hmm. Danny Boyle on then to direct. The problem is Danny Boyle is currently working on a different project, which we don't know much about. It might be a musical. That's about all we know. Um, <laughs> interesting. And yeah, the the description I heard was period piece comedy, sometimes with musical in there. I don't know. Okay, it depends on the source. So if he can get that out by the end of the year, then he'll probably be, have enough time to take over and turn around and put out Bond, which I think is set to come out around Thanksgiving 2019. Okay. So fingers crossed, because he's he's a talented director, and if they've got an interesting idea, then cool that'd be, really, that'd be
1: really cool if it's a passing the torch thing and that's kind of i'm fine if they mean shared universe with the with the bond stuff as in like bond as a title not a person's name mm-hmm. that's fine because if he yeah. does like a passing the torch and like the thing is he's passing the torch to a woman mm-hmm. that would be fucking cool that'd
0: be weird what would good. her name be jane bond?
1: Jamie, jane bond probably or they just give her a different fucking name because you yeah. don't have to compare her to the man. She can be her own person. Yeah. But if it's the title, it's well, different.
0: Well, I mean, they already did that. That was Atomic Blonde.
1: That's true. Yep. Her name is just Atomic Blonde. Probably. That'd be hilarious. <laughs>
0: the name is Blonde. Blonde. Atomic, Atomic Blonde. Blonde. Hey, there you go!
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be really cool. I, I've I've seen whispers of people wanting a female James Bond. Yeah. Because the doctor's pulling it off. Mm-hmm. Why can't she? Or, yeah.
0: I don't know. I'm certainly not inherently opposed yeah. Um. I'm, I I want to see what happens with this one. I think Danny Boyle would be good for it. So yeah. We'll see okay. moving forward. What else is there? Um. I have one more thing. Okay. Uh, Tana Coates is going to be taking over for the new run of Captain America starting this summer. Oh, cool. Yeah. So he's
1: something not movie related.
0: Yeah. I have comics hey! news. How about that? <laughs> so he's he's the guy who's doing the current run of Black Panther comics. Okay. Which I'm reading as it's coming out, and it's really good. Huh. And he is kind of an interesting, bold choice, I think, for Captain America, because um, before starting on writing comics, he was uh, just like an opinion journalist and writer, and has been very, I guess, critical of America in some ways. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting to see him take over this character. That's like the embodiment of America. America yeah. But he wrote a piece for the Atlantic, uh, discussing the fact that he was going to take over for this. And it sounds like he's got some interesting ideas, just very broadly about like, what is, what does captain America mean? Mm-hmm. And I think he has a good understanding of the character. He's going to make about...
1: him actually Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, fuck this.
0: <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think he's happy about that. Or at least he didn't say anything about that. So, Uh well, also, he's a really good writer.
1: So cool. Uh, also, that. comic news related: Brian Michael Mendes is Brian Michael Bendis is starting the is he he's headlining the Superman run starting with issue one thousand. Okay. So apparently, that's all ready to go. Mm-hmm. I am stoked. Also, I am because that that's happening a month after or a month before. That's happening this year in like July.
0: It's mm-hmm. the thousandth
1: issue of Action Action Comics. Wow. Yeah. Uh, a big and year for then comics. I think July also has Batman's wedding. Oh, it's May or July, somewhere around there in the summer.
0: Who's he marrying? One of those little boys in tights. <sighs> he's gonna punch me. He's gonna do it.
1: <laughs> we'll do it after. Okay. You will feel pain. I will. No, he's wearing. He's mar- He's marrying uh, Wonder Woman. Oh, no, <laughs> uh, Catwoman, which is something that makes that, that makes
0: sense. People have been waiting for them that's, to bring back. That's always an <laughs> on again, off again thing.
1: Yeah. So. Okay. That's cool. Cool, cool. Uh Green Lantern Earth Earth 1 is finally coming out. Mm-hmm. That's part of that Earth 1 title. Right. Oh. Oh shit. DC announced DC Black Label, which is kind of a So since since with New 52 they brought in all of their imprints into one universe, mm-hmm. Black Label is its own thing. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like an Earth 1y kind of thing, but if you see DC Black Label, it'll be kind of Elseworldsy, vertigoy, okay. different different takes on people.
0: Okay, interesting. It's gonna I, be really cool. I heard something about it, and it sounded very vertigo.
1: Yeah, so that'll be kind of cool. They'll have like probably have uh, indie writers, like people who are interested in working mm-hmm. with to see That maybe the maybe that'll peel like they're kind of like let's see what you can do with the characters we give you. A little workshop. Yeah, yeah. so that'd be cool. That'd be, that'd be really cool. Yeah. I'm excited for that. All right. So, all right. That's all the news I've got. All right. We're at 45 minutes. We got <laughs> 15 minutes to talk about, which we can do.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So we're talking about Natalie Portman.
0: Exactly. No, nah, just kidding. No, not really. We're talking uh, about
1: Portman Natalie.
0: I don't know who that is. So you're going to have to cover this either. one. Let's anyway, look
1: it up. Let's see if she exists. Actually, You t- you talk we're about actually, the- what yeah, We're actually
0: I'll- talking about because the new season of Jessica Jones just dropped, which I didn't mention because I was saving it for this and I've started watching it and it's good, but that's beside the point because we're talking about... Uh, Comic book or superhero properties that take elements from other types of stories and bring them in, and so they make a story like Jessica Jones, where it's sort of a, a noir. noirish type thing, but also it's got the super. Apartment Alley doesn't exist. Okay, I figured as far as
1: I could tell, because every you look up a person's names backwards, it's gonna look it's up still the gonna person. look up yeah. the
0: person. But so yeah, yeah, we're gonna talk about those. Yeah, so I am guessing you haven't read any Jessica Jones comics.
1: I it's Marvel exactly yeah you can do more than guess you can just like
0: (laughs) i know know. that you have not read any jessica jones comics correct i have actually as it turns out fucking bully for you don't mean to brag about it mr prissy
1: i am better than you (laughs) pants marvel no i haven't
0: i haven't read a lot i basically read the the first volume of the or yeah the first volume of like the first ever run which came out i think in 2000 it's actually, this is
1: jessica jones and not her first appearance
0: it's um well technically it's called alias, alias but yeah. yeah so the, See, I the, the no I know what okay. alias yeah. yeah it's actually brian michael bendis speaking uh, of him again
1: yeah and it's we'll him. Mm-hmm. how and does his first issues do
0: very good good <laughs> yeah it's it's done under their, their ultimate or no the the max the label max. Yeah. right so
1: we're just like brutal everything
0: yeah no the very first word's an f-word and <laughs> there's some pretty graphic sex and it's cool. uh, but yeah so the interesting thing about, about it comics. is that it's set like in a very comic book world the the plot of the first series of issues i guess is she accidentally stumbles onto captain america's secret identity mm-hmm. and uh then gets involved with a bunch of political plotters who are trying to use it as leverage against her and it's very convoluted and very very noir and like it's it's really interesting to me like the way it's written because it's um or I guess the way the art is done because a, it's a lot of like dark rooms and faces that are kind of distorted by shadows and mm-hmm. a lot of just point of view perspectives and I like that art yeah a lot. it's it's very restrained and it feels very much like what you'd be limited to if you had a camera and you were making a movie in the 40s or 50s yeah which is great adherence to the style of the film noir. So I guess my question to you is, how do you think doing something like that...
1: I didn't know there would be a question coming. (laughs) There's a test. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) God. Do I get notes? Yes. Okay.
0: So My notes are in
1: my hand. Okay. My hand is empty. (laughs) Fuck.
0: (laughs) So I've been thinking about this, and how do you think combining elements of something different with a superhero story helps it?
1: So, I think the best example I can come up with, like, right off the bat, uh, is something that I have highly praised and been disappointed when they push it back, is the New Mutants, Mm -hmm. using psychological horror as the genre for a superhero movie. Mm -hmm. I think it's, depending on what you do with the story, because if, for something like Jessica Jones and, and kind of, and, uh, I don't know if you mentioned this yet when I zoned out, with, uh, Logan with Western.
0: Logan, yep, is um, Western.
1: Is it's the plot it's plot driven rather than rather than superhero driven Mm -hmm. uh because with jessica jones there's a couple episodes where they don't even like address the fact that she has super strength yeah and it's because it's driven for the mystery of like who the fuck is this guy or like he's back oh shit gotta get out Mm -hmm. what's the backstory to it right instead of like superman where it's like i am superman yeah. I'm Superman.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I guess if you think of classic superheroes in the terms of like sort of a like modern mythology, like these mm-hmm. are sort of the the pantheon, the gods, yeah. and then the interesting thing about them is going to be like their their powers and stuff yeah. and how they use those. And so,
1: but if you take that away, not necessarily take it away, but you take that out of the focus, yeah, then you can do a lot of really interesting things with the different genres, mm-hmm. which is what I'm really excited for with. New Mutants mm-hmm. is like, I think I think it can kind of like back to our kind of recurring theme of like the genre is dying. Mm-hmm. Is they're not sticking it to the genre, right? They're using that. They're using these names that have these cool abilities that can add to a different genre. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the in the New Mutants trailer, you see like the guy. It's like just the window, and then suddenly there's a guy with fire screaming. Yeah, it's like that. That would have. Less of an effect If it was just a guy Hitting the window Right But he's hitting the window And he's fucking on fire <laughs>
0: Okay So you can escalate it A little yeah, bit escalate Yeah Escalate the level of it
1: Yeah And with okay. like uh, That's that's a very good I didn't really think about that But that's really good With kind of the whole thing That uh, westerns are kind of like Gritty And it's like mm-hmm. Old And I hate And most And like everything hates everything mm-hmm. It's escalated with his Just kind of bitterness Towards everything Mm-hmm Um, and then with Jessica Jones, like the intensity is raised because there's another level of the stakes are hot. The stakes are higher because Mm -hmm. you can't escape him if he gets his like grubby little claws in you.
0: It it raises the stakes. It raises. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It raises the intensity of the entire Mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, so if it was just a mystery of like, oh, this guy's like. Super convincing, <laughs> and this girl like she goes does CrossFit. <laughs> it's like it's it's CrossFit
0: l- girl versus convinced man.
1: <laughs> convinced
0: man coming soon. Make Netflix that near think you. of that.
1: Think of that. Do make okay. that for your. You're okay. good at those. You're good at pulling those okay. random CrossFit bullshit. CrossFit
0: girl versus convinced man. Yeah, oh boy, I've you'll be editing this cut out can, for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: so yeah, no. So it's not just a girl who's like a little strong. It's a girl who can fuck you up and like snap your neck with one hand Mm -hmm. and then it's a guy who if he says something to you you will do it Mm -hmm. and so i think that that's kind of what it is
0: yeah and i think building off that it lends itself to some interesting new dynamics in the comics too because she like goes to the avengers for help and Mm -hmm. goes to the fantastic four for help and she basically like Goes up to the door of Avengers Mansion and... <laughs> there's an like, Avengers
1: Mansion? Yeah. <laughs> God damn.
0: <laughs> like, presses the doorbell on the gate and there's a little automated voice that says, The Avengers aren't home. If you don't leave the gate in ten seconds, the missiles will be fired at you. Or something to that effect. <laughs> then she goes to the Fantastic Four building and there's like a robot receptionist that basically is unhelpful. And it's it's kind of like... Okay, so these these gods, these super powerful beings, they it's it's separating them from like the real world Uh uh-huh and so um again like it it i guess it transfers the stakes because if if you had these absolutely like godlike superheroes existing in this world Mm -hmm. then it would i feel like it would destroy the the stakes entirely because you're just like they're too powerful they can solve a problem so it's a good laser vision the dude yeah so it's a good balance of escalating it with these people who have powers, but they're not like supreme being powerful basically mm-hmm. so it's a it's a good balance point,
1: yeah, I really like the what we're both getting at is like it's it i wanna view it now as it's not a superhero genre imitating other genres mm-hmm. it's that other genre with superhero aspects to it, yeah, which like again elevate the stakes, make mm-hmm. it more interesting,
0: mm-hmm. And I'm just I'm glad they're doing it cuz it keeps it fresh and keeps original. Fresh. Yeah, yeah, especially it's not
1: the same fucking formula.
0: Yeah, especially with the the X-Men have been doing cuz like New Mutants is going to be horror and Logan is a western and Deadpool is like a off the wall breaking the fourth wall crazy comedy and Legion yeah. is just drugs, just so many drugs.
1: So many drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really is. Um and Gotham, Gotham kind of just goes at gang war. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's what it's surrounding. It's not... Gotham isn't surrounding Bruce Wayne. Surrounding... It's really... Penguin's kind of the main character. Mm-hmm. And kind of like the different empires that are okay. constantly battling. Well, not really battling anymore. It's sort
0: of just crime. Yeah. Crime drama. Like yeah. Goodfellas yeah. or Godfather or something.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like that. Okay. Yeah. So... Yeah. That was a short conversation. That was a very
0: short conversation. But it was
1: it was not nice. was interesting. Yeah.
0: I think we made some good points.
1: Yeah. I was not in, I was not excited for this episode just because I had nothing to talk about, yeah. but I thought of things. Yeah. Yay, winging it. Flap <laughs> flap flap flap.
0: Uh all right. Well, shall we?
1: I guess we shall. Thanks, guys, for listening. Oh, God. I don't know what's ha, happening.
0: Ha, ha, I tricked him. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, if you're on YouTube, like and subscribe. Tell a friend. Us, tell a friend. Don't forget to do I'm that. I'm always thing concerned also. that
1: people just switch the fuck off right here.
0: Oh, I'm sure they do.
1: Which is why I try not to just sit here silently while you do it. I try to add <laughs> Gotta a little, have some
0: some interactions, some little some witty little inserts. Some
1: funny little witticisms. Yep. Like my witticisms.
0: <laughs> yep uh follow us on soundcloud do the itunes thing you can find us on facebook or twitter yeah um, find us on facebook just us losers um Leave us a comment or a tweet or something on anyone or all of those mediums if you want and tell us
1: just repeat the same statement in every single one. It's like, listen to me, it's like, no, we heard you the first time, yeah, we're just ignoring you. I don't
0: know if you have if you have any thoughts on the the superheroes in different genres, then tell us about that or if gonna, you want to comment gonna, on the news that we brought up.
1: There's some comments. I think I've wanted to comment on people's comments. Yeah, okay. but I never, I I always fucking forget. Every time I see people comment, it's like I'm finally gonna actually give them a shout out, but then I never fucking remember. <laughs> All
0: right, so you'll pausing for Preston to look up comments.
1: Yes, that. I think the reason I can't actually say a lot of these comments is because like I don't know the context, mm-hmm. and they're not actually people like asking us questions. Yeah. So you'll have to you'll have to interestingly edit this. Yep. Uh, when we say leave a comment, actually like. I think ask us a question that we can answer that'd be good because that way we can actually like respond because right now I see like Gage says like to be fair people used to come out all the time to watch hangings I don't know what that's in reference to
0: no idea maybe Gage (laughs) is just really into public executions which hey I'm not gonna judge but yeah I am okay that's probably fair also
1: Kyle Twitchell's been skipping lately
0: get it together Kyle shame we're counting on you man
1: yeah, no, I got nothing. Nobody asks us questions.
0: Yeah. So please do. Do please, that. Please go on any medium where you can leave a comment or go to our Facebook page and uh, ask us some sort of question or make ask some sort of we... interesting, relevant comment that we don't have to need the context to interpret. Yeah,
1: ask us a... Uh... Don't have
0: to need to. What was that, Matt? Get it together, Matt. Yay, English. Jeez, Matt.
1: Yeah, ask us questions What we think about something or... yeah. Ask us our uh, opinions on the current political state of the United States. Don't
0: do that. We're not going to talk about that.
1: Yeah, we're not. Um, I think if we see that question, we'll probably just start bawling our eyes out. <laughs> it's possible. That's our commentary um, on
0: it. I did have a listener tell me to the, that we should talk more about the, the rise of hard sci-fi. Um, that I was your brother. Up, that was my brother. Yeah. And that is officially on the schedule, Mark. So it is.
1: And so is... Thanks for the input. Do we have the fandom?
0: Yeah. Thing? Yeah, that one's I think it's a on couple the schedule. weeks after that, I think. Yeah so so yeah so see if we're you listening tell us what you, we're listening to your recommendations if you, if you, you tell us what you want us to, want talk, us to about,
1: talk about it's we'll put it on our yeah we're, list.
0: we're running out of ideas and we're going weekly pretty soon here so yeah we
1: got <laughs> this is our we've got two more episodes before we go weekly so yeah uh let's see if how many let's see if my episodes chart will pull up fast enough come on episodes chart
0: hurry so, up episodes chart we're on the clock here there's uh, no way i could edit this out
1: in may actually once we hit June 16th, we have nothing planned for after that. Yep. So if you guys give us, uh, we have got a couple weeks that are blank, but like once we hit that, we got nothing. So
0: shoot us some ideas,
1: shoot the ideas right into our faces.
0: Don't care how dumb they are. We'll find a way to talk about we it. We will
1: find a way to talk. I mean, most of our ideas are dumb.
0: Uh, not going to lie.
1: Most of us are dumb. This is true. Most of us being both of us. Yeah. And Tim. I don't know who Tim is. He's right here. He's always right here. How have you never noticed? Oh, he's he's always behind you. He's this guitar with the thing on his head. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking weirdo.
0: Uh, Just is a
1: guitar. (laughs) All right, time to go. Bye. 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 I think we lost it at the end there. A little bit.